they're so vital in every aspect of our lives because life is so fluent and so fast paced and we're, we're making thousands of decisions a day on various aspects of our lives and uh and if you have certain mindsets about things and are not aware of that or not don't have the insight into that, it can work for you or against you. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone. I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's dot. Zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. Expanding possibilities, the mindset zone. This episode is an interview originally recorded on Don's podcast, Discover Your Talent, Do What You Love. Don Hutchinson has been an entrepreneur for the last 45 years and has created six companies in the field of career planning, publishing, and advertising. Now let's go to our conversation. I'm delighted to bring you our featured expert, Anna Malikian. Welcome, Anna. A pleasure to be here. Thank you. Anna Malikian has a PhD in psychology and is CEO of Amaze Coaching. She's the host of the Mindset Zone podcast and has an active YouTube channel as well. She specializes in helping business owners implement their big vision. So today's topic, Anna, is how we can change our mindsets. So you've been studying this problem for a long time. So take the stage, if you will, and set it up, set up the situation and tell us why this is such an important topic. Uh, mindsets is one of that words that in business coaching and in coaching in general, we use a lot. Um, it's the importance of mindset. You have to work your mindset. And I think because my background in psychology, I was always wondering what does the psychologist as a science says about mindsets and how can we change mindsets if this is so important? What can we do about? And the first thing is that it's very interesting that even if we start with the simple thing of defining mindset, right. uh, you start to get people, not, uh, they have different definitions of it or not. Uh, they are not speaking about the same thing. Right. So, so I think um, for your listeners, an easier way to see mindsets is like a collection of thoughts and beliefs that shape the way we see the world. Okay. And we can be aware of that the collection of thoughts of beliefs or they can be implicit we can be unaware of them or not be able to articulate them and we have to infer from the way we act the way we behave what are the things that some way shape that another way that i like to see the mindsets is like is like the glasses uh, that we look the world uh, through uh, if um, if you wear glasses all the time we are not aware that we are wearing the glasses. We are not aware of the frames and all of that because we are so used to wear the glasses that they become like a part of us mm -hmm. and we forget that we are wearing them. And that is a lot what happens with the mindsets. It's these glasses through which we see the world, we interpret the world, 
uh, and often we are not aware of the shape or, or the quality of these glasses. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And they're so they're so vital in every aspect of our lives because life is so fluent and so fast paced, and we're we're making thousands of decisions a day on various aspects of our lives and uh, and how you if you have certain mindsets about things and are not aware of that or not don't have the insight into that um, it can work for you or against you yeah and one of the things is uh, one of the people out there doing amazing work in this topic of the mindsets is a psychologist she's, I think is a Stanford she's a Stanford University her name is Carol Dweck, uh, and she has a book uh, with this, with that is Mindset. And uh, she started, uh, or at least uh, what I know of her about her work, uh, she starts studying in education, uh, in kids, how do they learn, and how they, what are their beliefs and thoughts, even in, implicit about intelligence. Mm-hmm. Do they see their intelligence as a trait that is fixed from the beginning or something that can be changed? And she started to use um, two terms to describe the people that believe that they have a trait, like intelligence that is fixed as the fixed mindset. And the kids that believe that, no, they can work and hard and change and become more clever and smart because they are doing putting some effort there as the growth mindset. And I think it's a very interesting way of seeing to uh, think about these glasses that we are wearing most of the time. Are we wearing to a fixed mindset kind of glasses or a growth mindset kind of glasses, because some people have a very rigid way of seeing the world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can serve them very well, but then with, uh, usually when uh, things change around, the, is, there is not flexibility enough to adapt. People that have more the glasses with a growth mindset, they believe that the things can change, they can adapt. Failure is the big thing. If you fail, if things don't go your exactly the way that you foresee and desire, you still can do something about it. Usually are more flexible to adapt and usually more successful in the long run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, when when people come to you for coaching, I mean, what are they looking to uh what are they looking to achieve or change or what, what's their perspective? Uh, I work a lot with other coaches and consultants and helping them in terms of their own business development. And most coaches uh, are very, they have a growth mindset in general. They like to learn. They are lifelong learners. Uh, they always are looking like that sometimes is the problem. It's like, oh, there is a red object there. It's shining. Let's look what is there. Let's learn about it. And they get distracted with their plan. Okay. So, uh uh, the, the the very interesting thing, and going back to the image of the glasses, is like uh, even uh, the people uh, that wear a glass all the time. Then, if we go to a, uh, to s- in certain places, we change our glasses. Can be for reading, can be because we need the sunglasses. And there are areas in our lives that we can be a, a person with a grow mindset most of the time. But maybe there are some areas that we have a fixed mindset about, that we put a different kind of glasses to see that uh, things in, in, in our life and business. And in terms of my work with my clients, 
one of the areas that I feel even people with the, the lifelong learners with the grow mindset in general, they have these blind spots where they have fixed mindsets, for instance, around sales and marketing, the way that they see uh, doing sales and marketing, they don't like it. They see something. I'm not good at it. I'm not was I was not born with the entrepreneur gene. I cannot be good at sales. That mm-hmm. is a language of a fixed mindset. And part of the work that I do, and many coaches do that, even without this, this naming, is question them, question that uh, believe and help them change the belief around. So uh, in terms of changing our mindsets, a lot is about learning to hear the, our fixed mindset voice. Some of these um I cannot do that. I will never be good at it. What if I fail? Uh, I was not born with that gene. Mm -hmm. That is the kind of thing that is like we can see like a red flag uh, uh, waving that tell us that we have a fixed mindset about that topic. Mm -hmm. And that is the first step to be aware. Then if we recognize uh, that we at that moment, we have a choice. and maybe it's an area of our life that we don't need to change and we can recognize, okay, I have a fixed mindset about that. Oh, I'm not a very good drawer. I don't do sketches very well, not very artistic. Um, and recognize, yeah, maybe I could improve, but I, I really don't need that. And keep with their life doing other things. Or if it's an area that is really uh, blocking their progress and they feel that, no, I really want to work on it, they can make a choice and start to talk back to that, uh, uh, like having a conversation in your head. If you listen, if you start to become aware of the fixed mindset voice, start to, to talk back to that voice with a grow mindset voice. Like uh, if the fixed mindset says, um, are you sure you can do that? Or like, for instance, in sales, your sales skills level is very low, let's face it. Uh, you cannot sell water even if you are in a desert. <laughs> the, the grow mindset can answer back. I'm, I'm not sure I can do it now, but I think I can learn. And with time and effort, maybe I can become better to this. I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. So just that, uh, even if, uh, the, if you have that voice that is always uh, prevent us to take risks. Uh, what if you fail? You will be a failure. You what other people are going to say again? Fix mindset, and then we can add our grow mindset voice. Most successful people have failures along the way. That is part of the journey. Mm-hmm. So let's let's keep trying. Let's and we will learn from it, and then we can improve. And by allowing that con- internal conversation that the coach, of course, can facilitate in the beginning, then we can decide to take action. Mm-hmm. Because it's not it's just enough to be aware. It's not just enough to start this mindset shift. We have to transform that into action. So if we decide, oh, maybe I can learn about it. So what will be the best way of learning about it? Okay, I found this program or I found this book when I'm going to read it. And then after reading it or after doing the program, what I'm going to be implementing. Because if we don't implement, things will not change. Mm-hmm. So is this dynamic uh, that exists that really allow us. It's not easy, but it's totally possible to 
uh, to change the the way we see the world and then the way that we act in the world, implementing the world, that then will create us a more a, a, a grow a grow mindset that is more flexible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes complete sense. How long does it usually take? For, I know it's individual to individual; it's highly personalized. But how long does it take for people to get into a uh, a pattern of of, uh, of habits? I guess you'd say of getting get of talking to that. Fixed mindset with the growth mindset and moving past the fears and uh, and obstacles and challenges. It, it totally depends of the the, the type of the area that they are working in the mindsets and how much ingrained and what is the story of that blind spot or that yes. fixed mindset. So yes. Some things there is more baggage, so to speak, and right. more things to clear up that allow people to move forward. But in the beginning, is really is art. Most of the times, in the beginning, you really have to put intention and effort on it because we are so used to. Is in neuropsychology, we know that we have certain pathways in our brain that they fire in a certain way, and that is the tendency. So, if we want to change that habit, the way we are deciding to go in a different route, doing in a different way. And that implies, okay, a conscious effort of thinking, of implementing, of acting. And if we get distracted, what happens is that we go to the old ways. Mm -hmm. And we have to learn to be forgiving on that. That is part of the process. Um, And uh, by persisting, mainly in the beginning, in that uh, forming the new habit is persistence, be gentle with ourselves, uh, having support. That is what allows us to transform and then create a new habit. But okay. usually it takes time. It's like, for instance, somebody decides to do exercise as a, uh, a routine every or five times a week, that if they never exercise before, take some some effort until it becomes part of their their new habit and their new way of living. It's mm-hmm. not the magical pill in any way. No, no, no. It's interesting that the subconscious and how to program those thoughts and patterns is it, it just takes an amazing amount of time and effort and, and persistence, doesn't it? Yes, and even I, I know that the, uh, a lot that you do in your tagline is discover your talents do what you love, um, that I think is so, so important. And But even in that, when we discover our talent, when we discover our zone of genius, that doesn't mean that there is not things there that we have to work hard for. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that we have to put effort and dedication to make it better. And maybe there are some areas that is not our talent, but we know if we could improve it just a little there, that will catalyze our talent more. So it's be flexible. Everybody will have a fixed mindsets around some areas, but if we are not aware, if we're not conscious, how are we going to know what are our blind spots? <laughs> the definition of blind spots that we don't see that is there. Yes. We have to create almost an artificial experiment, for instance. All of us, and that is, I do that in my public speaking when I'm a group or from workshop to a bigger group. That is, we have where our eye, um, the nerve behind our eye connect to our eye is a blind spot. And there is an experiment that we can do 
with a cross and a dot in a certain distance that if we look just with one eye at a certain distance, one of that dots, if we are looking, focusing on the dot, the, the cross disappears because goes in that blind spot in our eye that the nerve connects that we don't have receptors to see the image. But because we usually always are looking with two eyes, one compensates the other. And we have to create this artificial experiment to see. But the interesting thing is that when we are doing this experiment, they don't see a hole of nothingness where the blind spot is. If it's a white piece of paper, when uh, the, the image is a certain distance from our eyes, the cross becomes white, becomes like the paper around this. Our brain uh, building, okay, if everything around is white, that must be white. Uh, and what we see is a white paper. It's not a hole there. Mm-hmm. So is our brain has this capacity of always rebuilding things and interpreting things and the way that we see the world. So how, uh, in terms of how identifying the blind spots is by uh, checking mainly the things that keep repeating, things that people even criticisms that we heard from other people, mainly the ones that are the recurrent ones, and really have a safe space that we can go um, and a coach can be very helpful in, at that level that help us to analyze that. If there is anything here in this criticism that I keep hearing that uh, I should be paying attention to or I want to be paying attention to, uh, is this indication here some blind spot that I have that I can work and if I work on it, I can improve. So that is the kind, be open and self-aware is one of the things that really help us to become uh, more um, able to to be conscious of our blind spots and then decide if you want to do something about them or not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you ever do work with uh, with students? What are what are the youngest uh, people that you work with? I, I used um, previous to being a coach. Uh, my background is in psychology and in psychotherapy. But even then, uh, um, uh, most of my clients will be adults. Okay. I I, I coach. Uh, I did psychotherapy with some teenagers, uh, but the, my sweet spot was more always adults, the adult population. Yes. Yes. Well, do you ever do you work much with teams and organizations to uh, get with them and and help them communicate better and uh, collaborate better and create better by understanding the the principles of these uh, of these mindsets? In, I did some speaking engagements in organizations about these, uh, and where I do is my ripple effect in terms of my work. I work a lot with leadership coaches that work in organizations, that that work with leaders, that work with teams. And uh, I help them to uh, really articulate their message and uh, to to get more clients in terms of business to business kind of things. So, but going back to the kids where I have, where my battle or with applying these things with kids is my own daughter that is now nine years old, almost turning 10. Because it's fascinating to see how kids have their own blind spots and mainly when they find something that they are not very good at or that they struggle a little in school. Something that, and, and this is some fascinating from Carol Dweck, 
work because she studied a lot kids. And one of the things that she observed when she was doing her research is that kids that are labeled as oh, very intelligent kids and almost like the, the genius kind of the class, sometimes that can work against them in the long run because they develop like a fixed mindset. Oh, I'm very intelligent. Things come natural for me. I'm very good at this. Uh, and then they start to develop a pattern of avoiding situations where they fail because that goes against to their self-image of being very intelligent. So they avoid situations that challenge them because uh, it's threatened their self-image. Mm -hmm. And the kids that don't have that uh, title, that uh, label of very intelligence, they are more resilient to, uh, they know that they have to try harder. They know that the, the challenge and if they don't succeed, it's not the end of the world. They just have to go, go on it again. And what uh, uh, Carol Dweck research shows is that in the long run, um, because the ones that are labeled as intelligence, that they, they become shy of the challenge, they get a plateau and the, uh, many of their potential that was there is not actualized. The ones that were not labeled as intelligent in, at that le they, because they keep trying, they usually are more successful as in the school system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's in, very interesting. And I, uh, I, tr I see in school where my daughter is that they speak about this work. They are familiar with the, the work of Carol Dweck and the mindset. And I love that she has been a, a lot of influence in education uh, and how they try them to help them enjoy the learning process, mm -hmm. help them to be okay with, uh, okay, if you don't manage to take 100%, it's not okay. What do you learn from it? What did you can uh, do different next time? And I think that is something very important for the for the new generation of entrepreneurs. Yes. Uh, it's a different, uh, we have to change our acti attitude in relation to failure. Failure is if we fail at something, it's okay. Most business people, if we study the bios of most successful business people, the one that make it a long term they learn to be resilient. Yes. They learn to that failing is is not that there is a, a fork in the road that one side that we choose will be failure and the other side is success. Mm -hmm. The roads for to success is paved with failures and for us to learn from it. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful. Well, give us just a, a minute or so overview of, of your perspective on the, the topic of how we can change our mindsets. Just give us sort of a summary statement here in closing. So the first thing is being aware. Be open and aware. Recognize that we have a choice and also be gentle with ourselves. Uh, and then start to talk back to start to question, be curious. Is it has to be this way? Maybe I'm not good to this yet. So sometimes adding that yet. So start to speak with uh, identifying our fixed mindset voice, start to speak back with our growth mindset voice. And then if we decide to change that, put it in action, really create a plan and implement. 
and the exercise, that muscle that we have that we can learn is possible. So let's do something about it. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful summary. So Anna Malikian, what a great pleasure having you on today to talk about this vital topic. I know listeners around the world have uh, have learned so many lessons. How do those listeners connect with you? Uh, the easiest way is my website. That is my name, Anna, just with one N, A-N-A. Malikian is M-E-L-I-K-I-A-N.com. There is where people can find the most information about me, my podcast, and other resources. So, annamalikian.com. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Follow Dawn's podcast by searching for Discover Your Talent. Do what you love. You can find these and other links on the show notes. Thank you for listening and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible for you, for the ones around you, for the world. <laughs>